0: All right, let's do this. How are you? What the fuckers? What the fuck buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fuck nicks? What the bulls? What the fuckadelics? Whoo, man. Mark Marin here. This is WTF. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you being here. I need you to be here. Jesus Christ. Do I need you to be here? Am I right? Uh, today on the show, Father John Misty, who I didn't know about, former member of the Fleet Foxes, a solo artist of, uh, of esteemed. Uh, ranking in the world amongst people who know him uh, a fine songwriter and singer quite a charismatic fellow I saw him at the sub pop anniversary celebration up in Seattle I'd never really talked to him before I had a couple people pestering me to talk to him a, uh, a high-minded fellow who does a lot of thinking so uh, we were able to sort of jam here so that'll happen we jammed on the talk and he jammed on a couple of tunes I believe he used my guitar if I recall correctly Hope you had a pleasant Christmas. As you know, I decided to forego a trip uh, to uh, my home state of Albuquerque and instead chose to go to Phoenix and spend some time with my brother and his uh, wife and their seven children. So I flew out to Phoenix and I'm like, fuck it. Uh, I'm going to stay at a resort hotel. I'm going to dump some money. I'm a single man with a reasonable mortgage with a little bit of money in the bank. Why not live a little? rented a mustang with the five liter or whatever the fuck the fast one the race car i'm like you know I'm, I'm gonna why not let's let's have a good time spend a little money on a fast car and of course the problem with that is there's that moment where you're driving fast and you realize like this feels better than it should could i be this guy no i'm a camry fella that's what i am i'm a man of reasonable means I am not ostentatious. I do not need to drive fast and risk my life in an automobile because I'm, I, I'm frustrated or I feel like things might be coming to a close and I need to speed them up a bit. <sighs> Pow! Look out. I just shit my pants. Just coffee.coop. It's available at wtfpod.com. So I get out there. I go to Phoenix, get in my fast car with the rumble. Those things just want to go fast, man. All I had on my iPod was, uh, you know, I'm very limited on my iPod right now. I've got, uh, I've got Fuzz. I've got Slaughterhouse by Ty Siegel, a few Ty Siegel records. Uh, I've got, uh, I'm, not, I'm not proud of this, but I do have uh, Everclear's song Santa Monica because there's something about that uh, song that uh, moves me. And I've got all the four first Black Sabbath records. So I got to investigate why am I driving through the desert in a Mustang at 120 miles an hour listening to uh, to Sabbath 4 why why am I doing that it's okay I'm not complaining but why and then I'm like fuck it don't question it man just step on the gas so I'm flying around in this Mustang forgetting entirely that Phoenix is somewhat of a totalitarian state when it comes to uh, speeding tickets and whatnot, and I don't want to end up in Sheriff Joe's camp I start seeing these cars around, these parked police cars that are just doing, you know, just writing out tickets on their own. Don't know how many of those I flew by. Guess I'll find out. I, I don't like that, man. I, I think that if you're going to get a ticket, you should have the option to run from the cops. And when that option is taken away, our we our freedoms are being taken away. That's the thought I had. It's like, look, pull me over. Where's the game in this? I turn a corner and there's a parked fucking police jeep that might have just issued me a ticket for feeling joy. Where's the where's the justice? Where's the game? Where's the spirit of fair play? I'm in a fast car. I want an option to run. I know there's no getting away. I know the copters will come, but I want to have that in my heart when I'm speeding down the fucking highway. Listening to Sabbath. Sabbath. Over and over again. I want to have that option. So I don't know how many tickets I got, but then I went and checked into my uh, my resort hotel for three nights. And I went over to my brother's house, so he gave he gave me the heads up. The oldest kid, the sixteen year old, Matan, I want an electric guitar, and I'm like, that's fucking awesome. You know the the opportunity to buy an electric guitar for a teenager is like that is one of the greatest opportunities you could have as a parent, as an uncle, as anybody here you go, I'm going to give you something that if you allow it will change your life and blow your fucking mind and give you a power you never thought you had. This is Excalibur, man. I'm, yeah, I want to lay this on you. I'm going to give you a guitar. So we went out, smart girl. You know, I, I it was interesting. I, how often do I speak to 16-year-old girls? Never, thank you for asking. And I was very quick to answer that because, you know, I live in the real world. So I, there I am with my niece at Guitar Center trying to figure out which guitar to, to, to buy her. And she had no idea there was an amp involved and the different sounds. So I got to explain to her the difference between single coil pickups and humbucker pickups because the two sort of cheaper guitars, you're going to buy either a you know an Epiphone or a, or a Squire, either a Gibson or a Fender. That's the direction you're going to go in. Which direction are you going to go in? Are you going to be a humbucker chick or are you going to be a single coil biter of spirit with the strings? And then after playing both of them and realizing that there were more sound options with three single coils and a Fender Squire, a white one, Jimi Hendrix Isle of White, thank you, and a small acoustic amp. You get the whole setup for under 300 bucks. It's an amazing world we live in. I want to thank the children who built those things for building them. That was was a joke. It's a sad reality. So I bought her a white Fender Squire Strat and a small acoustic amp, and I showed her the different noises she can make, and we went home to her house, and her parents came in the room just to make the discomfort uh, amplified for her. as She amplified her first chord, and to see the look on that kid's face when that noise came out of that guitar, just this moment of sort of like their, this elation of the power of noise I told her how to make it dirty and just filth it up. And she, oddly, whoever was teaching guitar, it's the same thing, man. It's the same thing when I was a kid. She knew Sunshine of Your Love. She knew Smoke on the Water. And she was trying to work out the riff to Sweet Child of Mine. And I'm like, I think you're on the right road. You're on the right path. I would focus a little on your chords and get a sense of your rhythm. But spend all day long playing those, those three riffs, if you want, for the next year, loudly and as perfectly as possible how is that still the thing beautiful thrilled to be that guy to get that girl that machinery so eden the uh the middle one 14 what does she need what can uncle mark get eden some real Doc Martens. How fucking great is that? You mean you get to tell me I get to buy my niece an electric guitar and get to buy the other one some Docs? I'm, I'm fucking in. So we went to the mall. And, you know, given the options of Doc Martens, I was very impressed with this kid's desire to buy the straight up black Doc Martens with no shine to him. You know, just the, the real deal. Then there was the, the last kid, 12-year-old Shy, who's consumed with Pokemon. And we went to try to get him the uh, the cloud that he needed to trade freely globally. Pokemon that was not a possibility. We walked into a game shop, and two uh, I would say they were had to be twenty year old, you know, fairly overweight gentlemen. Uh, freely volunteered the information that uh, yeah, you got go to go the site, the Nintendo site, and get the card to get the upgrade. Their servers are over overloaded, so uh, it's not going to be available today. Do you work here? No, I just know. Okay. So me and Shy and Ike, um, my brother's wife's son, got in the car and I said, Shy, if, if there's anything I can tell you right now, try not to become that guy. He was good with the information, but I don't know that his quality of life was tremendous and he seems to eat a lot and not move a whole lot. So what else can we do? Laser tag. So I go with Ike, who's 12, and Shy, who's 12. We drive out to the outskirts of town to the, only, to the closest laser tag uh, venue available. I've never played laser tag. We get there and we were fortunate. It was the middle of Friday afternoon and I don't know, you I, I assume that, that there's nobody to play laser tag, you're sort of fucked. But there just happened to be a birthday party of what seemed to be seven or eight-year-olds and their parents. So uh, we entered the laser tag arena on a every man for himself game. So it was me, shy Ike, about, you know, seven seven-year-olds and three or four adults. We just went for it, just shot everybody, ran around the maze. Not much strategizing, just me panicking and shooting at children. I did all right, came in sixth. I think Shai and I came in seventh and eighth. Then about five of that party left, and there were still remaining three or four seven-year-olds and two of their older sisters, I believe, with the situation. Five. Shai wanted to play another game. Ike said, well, we should do teams. And I'm like, well, there's five of them, man. He said, let's, well, let's try it. And we asked a guy to ask them, and they were up for it. So Mishai and Ike went in as a team against the three seven-year-olds and the two older sisters. Three against five folks in the darkness of the laser tag arena. And by the way, they would not let me call myself the Jew as a nickname, which I found upsetting. I said, but I'm a Jew. And she goes, I can't do it. And I'm like, what do you think's going to happen? I didn't say that, but I felt like saying that. So I went with a different name. I just went with Rock. And slam; those are the two nicknames. I'm not good with nicknames. So me and Ike and Shy went in against five, five very organized and very sort of precise seven-year-olds and their sisters. They were taking positions above us, all around us. We had to hold out corners. The three of us run around, shoot. Nothing. There's nothing more frightening than being face to face with the enemy, who's a seven-year-old boy going come on, come on, yelling at his gun to fire laser beams into me and me fire laser beams into him. It was uh, it was rough. It was rough being on the field that day, but I, I'm proud to say that we won. We won. The three of us, we beat those five, those three kids and their two older sisters. And we got certificates that said that, and there was a pride in that. It definitely ups the ante of the laser tag game when you're on a team, team spirit. I was sweating and running around a maze firing beams of light at seven-year-olds and their sisters i should be ashamed of that i'm not and uh so shy had a great day and we had a good time and later that night i brought some screeners with me and we watched a Soul survivor about those four dudes who were on a covert operation mark Wahlberg and Emil hirsch and uh ben uh what's his name who i like foster and the other guy i don't know the other guy's name And, uh, you know, not to trivialize anything, but, uh, you know, watching their plight on that uh, mountainside in Afghanistan, holding up against an army of, uh, Taliban soldiers that, uh, you know, for a moment there, just for a fleeting moment before I realized what my brain was doing, I felt that because of my laser tag experience, I could relate to what, uh, to what was happening on screen. And then, you know very quickly, my brain put things into perspective and and uh, made me realize that no, no, it's not relatable at all. you were in a maze that was lit with black lights, shooting lasers at uh, blinking lights that were attached to vests that seven-year-olds were wearing as they ran through, uh, you know, around corners and upstairs. It's really, there was nothing even remotely close to uh, to actually fighting for your life on the side of a mountain in Afghanistan. The firearms were different, the enemy was different, and the agenda was different. But I got a certificate. I got closure. I won my war that day. Uh, we're going to talk to Father John Misty here in just a second, so strap in. And, uh, you know, I just... Uh, I I'm a little grateful today. I'm, I'm glad I had a good time with my family, and it was a thrill to be an uncle. And I'm going to do it more often. Happy New Year! Here's my talk with Father John Misty.
1: I want to do like a giant orchestral piece using like all kind of incidental sounds like that. Like it starts with the marimba, I- iPhone alarm. The like, why don't
0: you do that?
1: I mean, if you got like an, and just, and I mean, the whole thing would end with that Microsoft boot sound.
0: Yeah, Where'd you grow up? Maryland. Maryland? Mm Mm-hmm. That's not, uh, not the South really, is it?
1: I mean, it's like technically below the Mason-Dixon line, but, but culturally it's, it's kind of its own, its own brand of mediocrity.
0: Yeah. What part of Maryland? What town?
1: Uh, Rockville what's like that now high, it's like a it's like a remote it's, it's like a nebulously a suburb of DC one of those yeah I think actually Patton Oswald is like from around he's from like Bethesda Maryland right or there's a and couple guys
0: that came out of there, the there same a, yeah there was a few comics that came out of there same area so alright so let's go let's get into it then how old are you man I mean I don't usually ask people that but I'm curious so I can resent your success 32 so okay so you're a young guy yeah 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 yeah, this is your first wave, yeah. of the big time. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, get.
1: I mean, I, I would take some issue with the, uh, with, with the term success and big time. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's definitely my, my first, um, first time I've got.
0: I don't know the I attention. Don't, I, don't,
1: I don't know the metric to you. I'm doing this, aren't I?
0: I mean, look. look no, at me mean, no, but that, yeah, the, yeah. This is you've arrived. Yeah. You've arrived. There
1: you go. That's my only metric for having arrived.
0: I guess I like. I don't know. Like I know some of the Fleet Foxes stuff. I don't know uh, your earlier solo work. I'm not going to pretend like I do. Yeah. I like the Father John Misty album a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, once I listen to it like four or five times, you know, I I, yeah. I got the groove. I yeah. know where you're coming from. Well, I get the, if you the,
1: don't mind my asking, what what was it around the fourth or fifth time? Do you think what or or well, the
0: first time you put a record on, like I'm listening it to it like on blob. vinyl. Well, it just sort of like all right, you, you, your brain goes like, oh, it's this thing
1: yes right totally
0: (laughs) whatever that thing is Mm, in
1: your head you hear an acoustic guitar well you hear like all right there's
0: a a singer songwriter element to it and there you know this there seems to be this kind of uh lo-fi groove going on that that kind of has a country thing going but i didn't listen to it like attentively, and then i listened to it again and i'm like all right well this guy can really write songs you know there's there's clever turns of phrase he's got some wisdom he can sing his ass off all right i get it and then the third time is like like oh fuck flying burrito brothers uh, yes. You know, uh, I, I, there's a '70s groove here that I think is being honored well. Yeah, I mean,
1: I don't necessarily consider that the 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 purpose of recorded music to right. me is to make it so that there is no past, or, right? Or like there is right. there is no concept of the past, like it's a thing that can be listened to at any given time. the The arbitrary breakdown of of decades is uh, just that to me, like arbitrary. Sure. Um, and I don't, considering that we're only like 40 years or so out from that, that's not a long time. You know, like the Ottoman Empire was like a long time ago. Sure, we're only, like we're not even, or, what are we,
0: 55 years out yeah. from the beginning of rock and roll in general.
1: Yeah, and as, as far as there being, at least what I consider to be sort of like a high watermark of, yeah. of uh, recording of, uh, like the criteria of what a good song is. like yeah. at, at a different point in time, like namely that period of time, the criteria was more like, can the guy, can you play? Do you have something to say? Is there a hook? Is there something here? Yeah. You know, like, can I dance to it? Yeah. Well, I mean, the criteria has become like a, a, a little more, um, nebulous or something well i think Uh, that the
0: sounds of that you are creating are timeless in that yeah in that like you know i wasn't calling upon the references to trivialize or 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 actually put a time frame on it but i think that that music not unlike you know neil young's music and some of the other music that was from that era kind of is above and beyond being dated
1: yeah the production
0: value of it as well
1: i'm not sure i would even know how to make music from uh from this era I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't know either. I, I, mean, I don't.
0: I don't think. I think we're I think, ill-defined now that everything happens live, all at once. I
1: think we live. I think it's okay to say that we live in like um, a 20th-century fetishism, uh, at least in like the indie. Uh, you know, whatever that means, world. There, there is like, uh, well,
0: there's very little context. It seems like everything can happen all the time. That there's no, yeah. there's no sense of linear history anymore. You yeah. know, because everything, all the information just is. You, you just Google it. Yeah, it doesn't need to. I don't know what that means. Who yeah. is that guy? What I, year is that? Does not matter?
1: Yeah, I try to stay. I, I try to stay out of the, you know, nostalgia versus, uh, versus not kind of debate because it, do, it never really seems to go anywhere. But. But you're drawing I, I think, from
0: some folky more... I mean, yeah, I mean, they're... A guy with a guitar.
1: Okay, yeah, this is this is where I want to go. <laughs> yeah. So the thing about, like, listening to it for, for the first time, right. and you, like, I'm well accustomed with the way that people's eyes glaze over when they see a white guy with an acoustic guitar. Yeah. Like, it's... Um, there's a vernacular that, yeah. you know, and, and you're, you know, nine times out of ten, like, pretty much know what you're in for you're going to get some something that's like sentimental uh, confessional um it's like kind of the the uh, the assumption is that it's uh, innately personal just by virtue of the fact that it's one guy with a song but it might with, be with authentic right
0: you might well that's a sticky chance. one
1: who yeah. i mean god knows what what that means i mean a- aesthetic authenticity yeah. is you know it's like it's almost it's like Hunting for shadows with a flashlight because the closer you get to making something sound exactly like it did in the 60s or 70s, then the authenticity kind of decreases because, you know, it's like, well, you're just aping
0: something else. But, 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 you know, but even no matter what the form is, no matter what the delivery system is, the, uh, I think the authentic, the emotions of a voice, like I'm Mm -hmm. a guy that, like, you know, I'm afraid of singing. To me, it's the most yeah. vulnerable thing that anyone can do. Right. And like the first time I saw you perform was when we were just away for the weekend and that made me sort of seal the deal. And like why well, I, I, I want to talk to you because I kind of got you know what you were doing on stage mm-hmm. and how you're presenting yourself. But there, yeah. there, there's something about, like some people can fake it, but yeah. there's also, if there's a, a real authenticity to the voice, I think uh, singing provides a real vulnerability to it. Yeah. And, and also yeah. you can hide behind a good song, but I think you're pretty present in what you're doing.
1: Yeah, where people look for authenticity um I I mean I think it's a I think it's a a little bit misguided. Yeah. Like I think authenticity um is is really intangible. Like it, it and it's it's very difficult. To, it's easier to see than it is to describe or mm-hmm. whatever. And a lot of this, I mean this conversation about authenticity was um played a big role in, you know, this shift from the shift into this writing style, which which I arbitrarily deemed father John misty. Um, and I I, I I had a moment I had a conversation with yeah. with a friend of mine at this right. thing we were talking about lyric writing, and he was saying he's kind of at this same sort of turning point that I was at where, right. where he he was saying, you know, like when I sit down to write lyrics, there some some words that just kind of involuntarily come out of my mouth and one of them is like mountains yeah and i and my friend was saying i was thinking to myself how many important things in my life have happened atop a mountain yeah like o- almost none yeah you know or or none um and uh i th- i think for me like i used to i was writing in a in a very kind of impressionistic way this like how dark the rose how you know the viper to my breast sure and mountains style have of, uh
0: you know is a, a biblical meme it's a poetic sh- meme. sure you know, it's it's just kind of, kind of a
1: mountaintop it, it's squarely in the in in the lexicon of sure. significance yeah and um i came to, to some realization that that in order to to be satisfied because I'll, i mean I'll, like if you want really want to break down what i'm looking for out of writing music is satisfy you know some some level of satisfaction like when you is, hit that uh,
0: lyric when you see it on the paper it's like, oh, like fuck yeah.
1: representing myself yeah you know yeah. and 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 in order to represent myself um you know th- i think that's why there's some of this you know you're talking about like turns of phrase and yeah. humor and and whatever and and also some like um some decidedly kind of unsexy word like adderall or something like having that that word in a song it's not a particularly like romantic it's pretty, were, good. it's pretty good. But, but to but in order to represent myself and what I look like and what I think like and whatever I, I have to, I be on. Adderall? I, I wanted to, well, <laughs> no, I mean, Adderall, yes. Um, but uh, I think I realized like, I, man, I spent my whole life like developing this vernacular and this sense of humor and right. this way of speaking right. and this way of thinking and this worldview, and yeah. and I've never really implemented it into my music did you know what it was before though necessarily
0: i mean you know sometimes that's, you have to arrive at yourself
1: oh yeah absolutely i mean it's so much easier the whole be yourself thing is yeah, it was i like, mean that that's like that's like a life's work oh you yeah know? i
0: mean there there's points in my life where like i never felt quite right in my body and then one day you're like you can own who you are yeah and, and, and confidently right and that was
1: I, I did i had this real i was sitting naked in a tree um actually like on a mountain <laughs> and um and I how
0: recent, th- how long ago?
1: This was like two years ago or something you were by three yourself three naked in a tree. Yeah, I had gone on this like I, I had gone on this trip, this kind of like dropout trip. but yeah. I had this realization yeah. that um, you know I was like scratching my head and I was sitting there naked and I was thinking about you were high. yeah, I was like, I, well, I mean I was like I was implementing mushrooms yeah and and I had this this I was kind of laughing at myself uh-huh. and this like, this like albino ape sitting in this tree, like trying to have heavy thoughts. Right. And um, I had this realization that there's this thing that I can do. Yeah. And that I should, that I've never done it and that I should just do it. Mm -hmm. And um, which sounds really vague, but um, more or less everything was kind of birthed out of, uh, out of this one instance. And I like the music that I wrote before and I understand why I did it. But like what you're saying about it can be a life's work to to get around to this part where you can be yourself. I mean, um, you know, for, I think for a lot of songwriters for a long time, the the goal is to as accurately as they can embody the songwriter archetype, you know, or like the best that I can be is as close to Neil Young as I can get. Right. And that's kind of the the criteria for how successful I can be uh, as a songwriter or something. <laughs> right, and that's yeah. sort of why I have that, li- you know, there's that lyric in, in the album about, you know, strangling Neil Young down yeah. on the beach and, you know, him saying, kill like, your idols, him saying like, you're gonna have to kill me. Yeah. It's just just this thing. It was like this realization where it's like, um, yeah, my, my sensibilities are, are not, I, I don't know if they, I don't know how, how aligned they are with the canon of, of singer songwriters, but but fuck singer-song. Really. Like, I, I don't even right. want... No, you know, I, uh, yeah, I understand. You know, it's, it's, at some point, it's you know. It's like, it's either going to work this way, or I'm going to spend my life trying to be an approximation, you know?
0: Yeah, uh, which a lot of people do. And and sometimes you go in and out of approximation. Yeah. Sometimes, like, even when I talked to you, I think, in Seattle, there was that feeling that, you know, we talked briefly about, about repetition in and of itself. Mm-hmm. That, y- you know, when... You want to be in the present, or you want to, you know, you know, be as as pure as you can be for yourself. That once you start being, you're expected, to like, well, play the songs on the record. You know, sure, ten yeah. times in, you're like, here's this song again. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm
1: like more than willing to admit that I'm at, you know, after a year and a half of touring, like, yeah. I'm, I'm at that place again, you know. Yeah. And, um,
0: but that's the creative place, right?
1: Exactly. And and the thing is, when you, when you, um when you aren't afraid of when, when your mandate is, is not to adhere to what's working, um, then that is like a much easier thing to face. And you've and got
0: that freedom now with your, th- with th- the th- label or I your, your own so. choice.
1: Um, Oh, just kind of my—I I think my own choice. When I think Definitely. like
0: adhere to what's working, that you know, I mean, you're with sub pop, which gives you a little more flexibility. I imagine than being with whatever's left of oh, a major label. Sure, obviously. I mean, yeah. But so no one's doing the thing, sort of like this is a great record. Could you do it again, please?
1: Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I was um, by all, you know, by, by all means, like kind of in, in a place where things were. We're working, like, yeah. a, like in a, um, in this, you know, like comfortable, sort of comfortable in this, like, successful band that a, that afforded me, like, a, a certain level Fleet of... Fleet Foxes? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, um...
0: And you were the drummer.
1: I, yeah, yeah. But had
0: you been doing, like, because you are you know, you seem to have your shit together as a front man. I mean, were you just back there on the drums going, uh, like, oh, fuck, I gotta get out there. Yeah, not,
1: yeah. not really. I mean, it wasn't, um the the stage is just not i don't i don't think of um what i do creatively like in terms of the stage like the stage is this uh promotional inevitability that exists kind of out there on the fringes like it, it really is like the writing uh and the record. like the the um it's the album or the or the body well of the band work sounds great like i mean that. how much are, yeah are,
0: i mean these were guys that you put together or how did that come together
1: this um I man I don't know it was real it was real it's pretty fucking sweet real dude real scatter shot yeah definitely I mean I didn't have any capital to put together right. a, a band but they were laid back man ago. I mean you yeah, know they're they,
0: they they're real you know they picked their they picked their places yeah it's yeah. nice
1: I'm comfortable on say I've never had a problem be I've I've never had a problem being on a stage like I I'm one of those like terrible people who you just, who just love it it's like not
0: love me yeah,
1: it's not that i love it but there's something that i'm looking for there's always been something that i've been looking for up there like i you know i was like the i was like the kid who ate lunch alone in the music room but then um you know and i went to these like bizarro kind of
0: christian schools and well let's go let's i mean let's talk about that i know you talk about it a bit but i mean what kind what like I, I don't know what brought you to music, but you know what was the household like? I know it was religious, and that's something I don't, you know, I can't relate to, but I like hearing about. I mean, what yeah. were the expectations? How crazy was it? Um,
1: the the expectations were, um, like evangelical Christianity as, as it exists, like kind of within the last hundred, yeah, fifty years or something sure. in is, our uh, lifetime. Yeah, is is this? Um, in the in the evangelical sense, is this really intense um, emphasis on what you're thinking and and the and uh, with liturgical Christianity um, it was way more about what what you were doing and and keeping up with these uh, you know sacraments or, right. or or like doing your rituals, be- behavioral things or right. whatever. Evangelical Christianity had, I think, what's kind of started as an admirable, uh, something admirable in that it was like, look, it's it's not about doing this or doing that or or whatever. It's about the the way that you think or the way that you, you know, like the content of your heart and... Um,
0: and being good day to day.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, something, something like that. But then for... It's all so convoluted because it's like, well, it's in how you acted day to day, but it's not entirely uh and how you act it's it's all like a you can boil it all down to this uh saved by faith or saved by works was kind your, of thing. Catholicism you... is saved by works, Protestantism is, ism is saved by faith. And um what, I, my but as far as my household is concerned it was um we were all um just wrapped up in this
0: Were they in the church, your folks?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, what in what capacity is,
1: well, in that, you know, it was like a three days a week kind of thing and like Christian Did your dad have another or, job? Well, no, my dad wasn't in the, like, he, he wasn't in the clergy or so. He was like a, a sales engineer for Hewlett Packard. And so you were, um, would
0: you call them born agains or? Oh, yeah. And, okay. Yeah, so was, they were new Christians in a way. It was very, yeah, well. Where it becomes they a were, vague between Christianity and this sort of self-help community.
1: Yeah, I mean it's so long ago now, and and it's I mean really like my all I want to say like I want to scream like it, I'm trying to be diplomatic right now, which is just like terrible. But it was, it it, it was not not an experience that was great. <laughs> I mean it just wasn't a good experience. You know what I mean? And I I'm like <laughs> too much Jesus, you know. And I'm currently like kind of, I mean I've sort of been estranged from my family for like ten years. And just in a big
0: way or in a kind of way?
1: In a like talking kind of once a year sort of. Oh, really? Like, right. like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a world. Of, my 20s was just like. Fuck you. Sort of a world of anger. And um, I, I think um, with, you know, I, I'm interested in what's going on. My my folks are kind of, like, less cartoonish to me now than they were in my, in my 20s, you, and they've had certain realizations of their own.
0: Were you able to source the anger, though? I mean, was it that they couldn't uh, see beyond their own beliefs to acknowledge who you were?
1: I think it was ultimately that they valued, you know, in Christianity, there's just these ideas that, like, you're supposed to, that, that God, this invisible sky man, yeah. is supposed to be more important to you than all these things or, or more real to you than all these things that are are like imp- obviously like empirically more true. And um,
0: was there a struggle for you early? Like, was there a point where, you know, your belief was shaken to the point where you realized that? Did something happen as, as a kid where you were like, you know, buying the party line and then you realized like this is sort of you had a conflict of faith or, or a, what do they call it? A crisis of faith?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think if you're raised when when you're raised with something yeah. from like the from the earliest memory when the earliest memories that you have, it's kind of um, the the prospect of having like a crisis of faith. I, I would see that more as some, something like an adult person like making a conscious decision, like after the age of accountability or
0: something, Right. Like okay. making a decision sure. for themselves, right,
1: and then having some. Yeah. I mean, I my uh, my experience with it is still, I mean, I wish that I had been more of kind of like a badass or something, but I was, I was, um, there was like a lot of anger and a lot of kind of intimidation and manipulation and, um, that you felt in my house. Like it, and, and that was, um,
0: like a really
1: complicated. I mean, it, it was just an angry kind of scene. And, um, a lot of that was kind of fueled by um by religion or or by you know religion was sort of the um
0: that was the excuse know, the, the
1: juice or yeah. whatever and um so the anger was sort of like
0: why can't you be more christian yeah I, well there was certainly <laughs> yeah, some
1: of the I, kind of some of that you you, know? you um, asshole yeah yeah i mean it was but but the way that i look at it now yeah. is that you had these like fi, you know these how many people are six? You know, people in a boat. You had four um, siblings, three. Yeah, siblings? I've got four, three younger siblings, brothers, um, sisters. One younger brother, two younger sisters. Are they st- um, are they
0: all still in? No, no
1: I good. mean the whole everybody's kind of. I mean it's crazy. My parents are. You know, I've I've started talking to them within within just even within the last few months. Yeah, and some of the things that they are saying to me are just kind of blow my mind. You know, in a good and, way. Yeah, in a good way, like just. um I mean, my parents have sort of like dropped out and like moved to the beach, and and these you know these people I I don't even know. It's like body snatchers <laughs> shit. Where my mom is is saying things to me like I'm just I really regret valuing the conventions of other people over like you know just she's like I wish I had homeschooled you and uh-huh. like I wish you know and just and let you just be a creative you know like oh that's sweet, you know so though. I mean yeah so are you able to so take I, that in? Yeah, definitely. I'm I don't I don't want to like. I, i'm bo- I'm kind of bored with 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 my with the with the narrative as it like five years ago we would have gone way into it but um at this stage in the game i'm I'm too fascinated with like the turn of events that um,
0: with that's happening now yeah, that, I think it's beautiful.
1: yeah, me too and you know it's um it was just a it was a really really intense scene and I and the music that I was making in my 20s was a mommy doesn't love me god doesn't love me Uh like catharsis you know like this major catharsis yeah Yeah, it was very sad and it was because that's the only function that music serves for me like i'm not really i'm not really a musician's musician like uh, i consider myself like more of a writer or something sure but but there's no um i think uh, uh there's no there's no Fun- music doesn't serve much of a function for me unless it's cathartic was it well,
0: i get that that's, yeah. that's, that's a good thing art yeah. should be cathartic it should solve you know it should get you some sort of you know movement of emotion yeah you know, have, that,
1: have you ever read uh like narcissus and goldman no no the herman Hesse book <laughs> is it good yeah it's amazing but it's the the uh just in terms of the function of art like there's um you know you can you can be an artist who is um who carves tiny angels into, into door, door frames, sure. um, or, um, or the alternative, which is to be like a purient vagrant who has to like, you know, like kill someone before you can make anything decent.
0: Well, that'd be the convention thing that, that yeah. you know, sort of like you can honor the convention. I think I and... need to
1: kill someone before I can make anything decent. I'm Why, on, I'm you... on that side of the fa- you Well, know, You like... know, you
0: strangled Neil <laughs> Young at the beach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <right>?
1: Exactly. <laughs> so you doing blood.
0: It. You're doing it. Mm-hmm. Like what's interesting to me is when when you speak or when you sing or whatever you put out into the world, that you obviously had people that loved it, right? There was a few, maybe not as many as there are now. Whatever the case, very
1: very few, yeah.
0: But they were there. Yeah, yeah. Now when you were like, what was your feeling? Just as somebody who thinks like this and who's present, and you know, because I reflect on it as well in terms of audience, Mm -hmm. when you were around the people that respected what you were doing at the time of your darkest uh, sort of expression, Mm -hmm. how did that make you feel?
1: I was very suspicious of it, you know? Yeah. It it was... uh, I mean, I used to bring... I mean, those shows were... um, This is before the Flea Foxes. Yeah, 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 definitely. I I was... um, I mean, I've always had like a a pretty adversarial relationship to, to audiences. And the fact is I was... Most of the time I was opening, you know, for for other right, people, which right. is kind of like, I mean, that's like... Oh, so you thought they were just there like a, placating like you. like a hurdle, yeah. you know, on top and of a hurdle. And this was in Seattle? Yeah, I mean, I was mostly playing... That stuff really... I moved to Seattle when I was 21. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was doing... Um, when I wasn't, like, donating plasma and, and <laughs> whatever, I was playing shows. But you
0: didn't get strung out? No. That wasn't your bag?
1: No. I mean, I wouldn't have known where to find heroin if well, I had did you, wanted to. Did you, you thank know? God for that yeah. one. Yeah, the
0: dodge Epo it. Yeah, was that ever your bag?
1: I mean, I like I like numbness. Yeah, um, I'm glad that I haven't had. No know, one turns
0: you onto that. You're lucky. I'm dude. sure it's great, but you're lucky. I yeah, mean, you're yeah, 21 years definitely. old in Seattle, I mean, and none of those old fucking rockers said, "Hey, kid." I think you want to feel good. Yeah, man. I mean, lucky.
1: I I think. Um, <laughs> imagining some guy like popping out of a trash can like sure me if I want to a you. guy in a tree yeah yeah <laughs> anyway. I mean I like numb I, I like um I like numbness I definitely you know I, I I enjoy like um but I mean a- a- am- amphetamines or, or or whatever you know is like more something that I've kind of an appetite for but yeah, heroin I Stay think, up I, and think, man. I think I've missed that I think yeah. I missed that boat. Good. You know? and good. I, try, try and I actually don't know anyone that was not you know you know what I mean? Like it wasn't your group. I don't know any I, I didn't I, I don't think anyone was um I think there was uh I think I caught on the uh, on the oscillating wave, I caught the like the cautionary
0: Oh, it was after everybody the, had already kicked yeah, in Yeah. died mean, or, <laughs>
1: that was a Seattle thing that was like
0: You just missed it.
1: Yeah, I mean, this was like ten years after Good. after that thing. By the yeah. time that I got to Seattle, oh, you're lucky. It was like, by the time I got to Seattle, it was like yeah. death cab for cutie, you right? Th- Oxys like and Coke, the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah just like <laughs> yeah, these like... teddy bears and apple like, You know, like hard cider.
0: So how would you when you found yourself up there now? I, I mean, you, I mean, I understand what you're saying now as a guy who's who's sort of in the middle of of becoming uh, this uh, manifestation of you. But I mean, you must have gone out at some time with with heroes. I mean, mm-hmm. you must have had heroes in music yeah. that that sort of led you to believe that you could do it, or that you uh, respected a lot.
1: Yeah, I was I was um, so naive when I was growing up. I and because there was almost no cultural yeah. influence. Yeah, they wouldn't let it in. No, no, it was um, there was no w- what was referred to as secular music. Really? Yeah. Um, so I, uh, you know, I think it was like uh, I mean, it's so embarrassing, but uh, they weren't my rules. But yeah. I, around like seventeen or something, there there was this new stipulation <laughs> that entered the, um, you know the the rule, yeah. and um, and it was that. I was allowed to listen to secular music that had a, like a, a spiritual theme message you or something. How figure out what the fuck I, Yeah, I know exactly. It's <laughs> Wait, like were you nuance. the deciding factor? Yes. And that's why, where they, so they, <laughs> that's where they fucked up because they gave, because I can yeah. um, draw, I can draw some pretty, uh, you know, vague right, correlations. Right. Sure. So that's how I discovered Bob Dylan because he had this album, because he had blood on, uh, uh, Slow Train Coming. Sure. Um, and, uh, so once so so then then i bought that album i like um that was
0: your first album purchase yeah
1: i established that bob dylan was was christian a christian artist and then um and that was kind of like but they uh, didn't
0: know i mean would they grow up in a bubble they didn't (laughs) your parents didn't have any sort of i mean uh, place to put bob dylan in their personal history i don't know what they i think as long as it
1: wasn't, I think the aesthetics of the music made it made it sort of like uh, it, it wasn't on the radar or something.
0: Well, they were fanatics,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they they were they were um they were oppressive, De- at least like culturally, like like kind of oppressive, probably frightened
0: the uh, frightened themselves,
1: yeah. I mean, I don't think they could have appreciated how um what a death sentence like telling a kid who loves music in the way that I loved music, I don't think they could appreciate like what a death sentence that was that I like, was not allowed to it. listen to, to music or whatever. And that, you know, at that age, like that's, you know, grounds for patricide or something you sure, know, sure, in, sure. in my view. So, but I mean, I was, um, you know, I had to, I used to have to, I would listen to the you know modern rock radio like under my blanket with the with the stereo pressed up against my ear, and then in the morning I would have to make sure to change,
0: change the, to the
1: dial back yeah. to like the
0: <laughs> Religious you know station. like
1: pro life talk radio station. Oh shit! And but I mean, of course, occasionally I would forget to do that, and it would be this whole thing. Like they would check, you know that really. Um, yeah. But, oh, um, I'm sorry. I, think, I, I mean, I think that, di- like, around the time of Bob Dylan, there were, like, bigger problems around the house. I think the the problems had become larger in nature than the curation yeah. of music. So <laughs> it kind of went under the... <laughs>
0: Your siblings were younger? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: they were younger. Yeah, and they provided definitely provided it, like <laughs> a little bit of a smoke screen. <laughs> um, you know, pornography kind of entered the scene, and that, you know, became kind of the new... Um,
0: uh, on whose part? <laughs> Who had the pornography?
1: But it was just like on... it was I think it was uh just like uh the ad, with the advent of the internet um oh oh so there combined was combined right, right. with like adolescent sons nah, you know yeah. so all this to say Bob Dylan uh, he made it Bob under the Dylan radar. snuck it in yeah. snuck into bed with yeah me. yeah and um and I would let him, I would let him out of the first floor window <laughs> before my parents got up for work and uh, so all that to say my influence came. Or, or the the kind of contemporary influence was I heard um, Damian Gerardo, who's like a Seattle singer songwriter, around the same time. And I was, I didn't actually realize, or, or I hadn't really put it together in my mind that this music that Bob Dylan was making was something that could still be done today. Like this, this kind of, I mean, I was just obsessed with um, that you could. The, Take a guitar and and a vocal and do this thing with it. Did you like you know? his
0: language? Did you like the way? Yeah, he...
1: I mean, it was it was the whole. It's pretty amazing. It was the isn't whole it? thing. Yeah,
0: like it, it, like sometimes you listen to Dylan, and you're like, "Holy fuck!" I don't know what it is. <laughs> I mean, I know <laughs> it,
1: it's so. It, it's like everybody, everybody's got that point of reference, or or I mean any anybody who d- kind of does vaguely what I do has that point of reference. Well, a lot of people you know, who don't I mean, do it either
0: are, are stunned. I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's one of those things that really can't be hackneyed because, you know, every time you go back to it, you're still like, how yeah. was this delivered to this guy?
1: And that's an interesting point in, in in that I think when you when you first hear Bob Dylan, yeah. you associate why he's great or or you attribute why he's great to the sound that's coming out. Mm-hmm. But what's really communicating is the this, like... Uh, I mean, um, Allen Ginsberg just described it as this like his body became a solid pillar of air. And <laughs> and, um, and and it's this kind of this intangible thing that's happening. And, and you just think like, well, this guy is like a real this. I mean, language is going to fail me, but it's like it's this intangible thing. I'm not sure it's I'm not it's it's not like he's I mean, a the, vessel. The chords are great. Yeah. Um, the melodies are great um but it's a poetry vessel but that vessel. isn't but a lot of there are a lot of good yeah, chords right, and a lot of sure. good voices or whatever um so i think it was his original the, the originality i mean it's such a hurdle because to i mean it's a real feat to to be borrowing so heavily from um you know the, the i mean his idols and still coming across as this like a supernaturally like original singular individual person. And I think that's what was really interesting to me about the idiom of guitar and voice. What 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 song kills you? Um, I mean, around that time it was like boots of Spanish leather with God on, I mean, with God on our side, just blew my fucking mind, you know, of course, (laughs) like given where I was (laughs) and just this brazenness, you know, and, and that's a lot of brazenness with a, with not a whole lot of kind of, sonic you know it's right. not visceral it's, it's not intimate. like yeah i was so used to um to visceral things or visceral ideas or messages or yeah. whatever being backed up by a equally visceral aesthetic or something yeah. like screen you know like like hard rock
0: what happened was that you realized that with just a guitar and just a voice that that transcendence was possible in a way
1: yeah, it was like if you t- like breaking this thing da- it was like I was amazed at this magic trick that you could break down you know musically down to this like really primal like the the fewest number of moving parts. Yeah. And the and the effect was so much more you know like uh poignant than right. anything I had sure. heard with drums and right. you know and that's when I st- I, I like Kind of stopped playing drums and started playing acoustic guitar and and whatever because it was just this, uh, I mean, it was, it, this it was
0: incredible. To it, was, me, it seemed you know? pure, and I think that yeah. com- coming back around to what you were calling assumptions about the singer songwriter, those yeah. are it's sort of a hackneyed stereotype. But when you bring it back down to just sort of like I'm a guy with a guitar, yeah. then it's a it, that that is a pure expression of of what you can do as a songwriter in a yeah.
1: way. Yeah, and I I think. I mean, what I've enjoyed about this whole and the first few tours I did, you know, with the Father John Misty material, uh, was just me and an and an acoustic guitar, and I, I loved getting up there and um, you know everyone like kind of sits down cross legged and their eyes glaze over and and you start like playing the G chord and then but then by the time the second line came out of my mouth, you could see people like go like what the fuck is going on here, you know, and that like just as far as the lyrics um were way outside the 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 songwriter idiom like there was nothing about um you know train tracks or you know like listing off state names or i mean if you you know you know if you look at like i mean if
0: you listen to can you, can, is there more of that list? Oh yeah oh, okay yeah.
1: there's there's a lot i mean especially now in the neo what's what's called you know neo folk or like yeah. the lumineers or Mumford yeah. and sons and all that yeah. shit there's there's a lot of shit about like um your brother's wisdom—you like you, you hear that a lot. Um, I don't know, and that—I mean—I don't want to go too off-topic, but that shit—it's not like, off-topic. Um, what
0: you're talking about is just, a, is a hackneyed yeah. Um, just structurally, mode.
1: those songs, compositionally, those songs by those bands bear more of a resemblance to like Journey than they do to like you know a folk song or something. I refuse to accept that that music is um is the like the natural evolutionary step uh in you know folk music or
0: or well i think that when you talk about like because i i think pure artifice right but because i think what happened was like dylan turned folk on its head and then Mm -hmm. you know infused it with a a personal lyricism and a poetic intent that no one could ever fucking imagine He was the norman mailer right
1: he in that
0: but then you get someone who strips it down like leonard cohen or nick drake and then you see that there's a personal poetry available that can have universal meaning
1: yeah and and those people are the best case scenario yeah. of, so here, I mean, this, ha- and this happens with every art form, like, and I'm uh, been really interested in, I- I've been reading a lot of Norman Mailer lately, and I've been
0: That's interesting, reading this. he's a, he's a monster cock writer.
1: Oh yeah, yeah no, yeah. the cock, the cock thing, like, uh, the last, like, and I actually just read Beautiful Losers, um, and, uh. I realize I realize that all my favorite, like the only books that I like, have the word cock in them. Uh-huh. Like all, they all have to pass the cock test.
0: You like read a lot of, uh, like there's that all a a lot lot of those. Blood right? uh, passes Philip the Roth.
1: cock test. Philip Roth passes the cock he's test. He's
0: got a huge neurotic Jewish cock. Human, big fan. Hu- big fan. Human
1: stain. Um, yeah, but did you
0: ever read Sabbath Theater? No, yeah, about the 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 bitter uh, radical puppeteer. No, it's fucking crazy. Amazing, it's crazy, man. But those guys in the seventies could, you know, they the the literary cock of those dudes was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The Norman Mailer thing, or or the,
0: the what do you the, like about him though? Because he's a persona as well. well. He,
1: yeah, well, how? It, I mean, I, I can talk about him specific like, like what I mean about just in in terms of how he relates to um, Mumford and Sons is that um, like there's a moment in any uh, mode of expression or, or, like, or particular aesthetic. And, like, Dylan took folk music, which was about the collective and which was about, like, a better world for mankind. Yeah. That yeah, was, like, the expressed function of folk music. Voice of, of the underdog, music. too. Yeah. was this collective thing and turned it into this me thing, you know, which is, like, this is how I feel and yeah. this is my worldview and this is, you know, what I think about yeah. things. Yeah. Which was, he- you know, heresy, at the time. And, um, Norman Mailer did that for intellectualism. Um, prior to, um, you know, like Barbary Shore and Deer Park and, uh, the, like the post naked and the dead thing. Yeah. Um, the, 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 intellectual culture in America was based around these groups, you know, which I think, um, in some way is like very, very valuable, like, because people are held accountable the best ideas rise to the top and, um, going maverick or something, it was really just evidence of the fact that like your ideas weren't very good and you couldn't get anybody on board. And Norman Mailer did the, you know, like he condemned like the, the communist intellectual movement in America. And, um, and he took everything into this like me, me, me territory which I which you have to applaud in the short term, like in the same thing with Dylan, like you have to applaud that's like his their your personal creative mandate, right. but from that, you get the fucking hippie shit, um, you get uh, like Mumford and Sons, you get the you can't you get this whole you get this whole culture that is then born after that, like the repercussions you can't control, and it's this catch22 where like you cannot deny the that person that ge- like a genius who is going to have an impact on the culture his right just because to, the to the, do the, what the, he wants to do creatively. just because the, the
0: morons uh took it but and these, ran with it
1: yeah but then these concentric circles start spinning out and then before you know it the only uh, integrity only looks like uh doing like whatever you want to do and and anyone i mean you can go out onto the street and like uh, i mean that's that's that, that that's the like in the hegemony as it exists today Yeah, doing what you think is right like doing things for you because you want to do them because because it's your experience, um, etc. Is um, is like the highest good.
0: You yeah, know yeah, I mean? but I mean, but that you know that separates that becomes a, a cultural pipe, pop psychology movement, mm-hmm. and we're talking about the creativity of these artists who yeah. took the who had the courage to do that initially. I mean, and, but what do you think of like the Grateful Dead?
1: um i mean i love the grip of
0: course you got yeah. to right yeah i mean and I also think... the hippie thing was also uh, uh the wave crashing of the beatnik thing yeah. and also you know i think dylan took a lot of the beatnik thing and ran with that
1: yeah when when geniuses yeah. do their own thing it's the, fucking great
0: the rare the, but yeah. not
1: everybody it's can a do genius. that That's right. to that effect of you course know? not and 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 you know like the geniuses are doing things because they want to do them, and the non-geniuses are doing them because that genius did it.
0: That's right. And geniuses do them because they, usually they don't have a choice. Yeah, they, they're compelled.
1: Yeah, because they're bored. They're right. they're because <laughs> yeah. they're under uh they're underwhelmed by by things going on around them, and uh and that th- the ability to kind of be on the cusp of that, you ha- you have to be like pretty prescient. You have it to... sounds like
0: though to me that like you know even in, in talking to you briefly at the Sub Pop thing that. At some point, you had, uh, you know, a fairly tangible personal, fucking, like, m- mind blow up. Mm-hmm. in terms of like you know where you were at in your life you know what you were doing creatively i mean to change your name and also to be and i know you're very self-aware and a little uh you, you know uh sort of volatile mm-hmm. <laughs> I, and i only know that because like i i tried to get your twitter name and you're like oh no i'm done with that that <laughs> that 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 to me revealed somebody is like i'm going to erase <clears throat> that part of the identity <throat> is not functioning anymore
1: Here's what yeah right yeah,
0: yeah. but you know but you do that you check yeah. yourself you're like well this seems like a good idea and then like you know what right. the fuck was i thinking and yeah. uh, why do i need to put that like there's a constant questioning going on so you're in a band the fleet foxes which became sort of you know, a mainstay among a certain crew of people early mm-hmm. on uh you know with there was a there was a sound happening
1: robin robin was pretty out on his own thing yeah and i, and I also don't include you know i think robin robin had like a like a great thing going that 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 other people rightfully wanted to emulate, but just couldn't do it because they're not Robin. Right. And and he's like, he, he really, that, that thing really, I mean, he, that thing really kind of came out of nowhere. I think. How did Um, you get aligned with that
0: though? You were doing your sad music and, and fighting your parents and God. (laughs) And
1: (laughs) well, I joined Fleet Foxes when I was nine. And uh, (laughs) yeah, Um, I mean, that was, um, I got involved because uh, they're, it didn't work out with their original drummer and I um, can sing and can play drums and had a beard and uh, was like more, <laughs> in. more or less like yeah. genetically engineered yeah. to be in that band. Yeah. And um, like, you know, I was working construction at the time and I think it was, it was kind of the first, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was, I was pretty, I was pretty beat down around that time and, and I'm afforded the luxury of uh, parsing, you know, like, like the like the type of things we're talking about as far as um, creativity and, and, beat and, and integrity how? and well, just by working construction.
0: What, what other jobs did you have? I uh, mean, like,
1: a dishwasher. I mean dishwasher, uh, musician job, plasma. Oh, yeah. Um, Working in a bakery. That must have been nice. The bakery's nice. I loved the bakery, yeah. And I used to like record in there. And I mean, you
0: you play music in the bakery after hours kind of deal?
1: Well, I'd have to be there at like 4.30, So I would go, I would, you know, like. Drink until two, and then like take the bus over and and like record for a couple hours, and then start working. Working
0: the dough. Yeah, Marking were you doing the? the were working, you
1: working the dough figuratively and literally? No, but that's yeah. a, a bit like I like food work, don't you? Yeah, sure. Um, you put your hands. Yeah, in the no, diet. I I love um, anything that anything where there where you can see the. Uh, where, where there's like a, an obvious kind of cause and effect, love it to your job. I, at, I can look I can, at my muffins. Those are the kind of jobs I can do, which is why dishwashing is my favorite job. Yeah, and um, they're clean. Yeah, look, it was dirty. <laughs> and now it's clean. I'm the best.
0: And I get that feeling even when I'm just putting stuff in a washing machine. Yeah, like when I take stuff out of a washer, I'm like, look what I did. Yeah, I. And, but I
1: can't work towards some greater like, um, it has to be immediate. goal or yeah, something. yeah. yeah. Um, but. uh yeah. So anyway, uh, all to say that like my concerns were like far less ephemeral around that time, and yeah. I was just like, "Yes, please, anything other than yeah. this, dear God."
0: Where's the drum sit? Yeah. Yeah. And
1: um, and I also really liked the band, and the dudes were friends of mine, and so it was like a no brainer. But um, I do think that I overestimated my interest in being like a, a drummer in a <laughs> yeah. band, you know. And because
0: you were actually a a, a, a singer, you were a, a guy who wrote his own stuff and yeah. sat there with a the guitar and sang.
1: Yeah, and I thought, I th- you know, my um, I thought, well, this is great. Like I can do this, and then I can make my own music that no one likes um, in my spare time. Yeah, but um, you know, there's, uh, I I think after after a year or so of that. I started to realize that, um, that I was a total narcissist and that I'm really only interested in, um, I mean, not, not necessarily technically a narcissist, but self-centered, but, that, but the, the only thing I, I was having this conversation with someone the other night about like the, you know, the, how uh, taboo the word selfish is, but, um,
0: and, I, and uh, narcissist I, I, is also overused. Yeah, I mean, narcissism
1: meant, is when there's narcissism and then there's solip, solipism, solipsism. Well, narcissism I think really I was solipsist, pathological
0: no. narcissism is frightening. Yeah. yeah, being narcissistic is usually just being self-centered.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um but uh I uh I, I just realized that um I have to be working uh for for my own uh I, I don't, I don't know, like, just I'm a shitty band member. I'm just yeah. not a good band member. Yeah. You know, I'm like better at being. I was like better at better at. I was less shitty at being like, yeah. you know, my own my own thing.
0: Well, how did that uh, manifest itself? Being oh, a shitty just band all
1: it's just like <laughs> grumpiness, throwing drumsticks.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: no, I, I I was I I wasn't a total tyrant, but I was just like really unhappy. You know, and and I and did you bring everyone I, else down? i mean i think we were all bringing one another down yeah i, I don't think I, I think it would have been difficult to parse where the um jacob's ladder of bringing down like the band began and ended yeah are you guys friends now yeah yeah definitely. oh yeah yeah so whatever um,
0: happened it was it worked out
1: yeah i mean I, th- I think yeah i mean it's fine you know like it's 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 music um
0: did the time in that band influence you in a positive way, though? I mean, in the big picture,
1: I think it helped clarify certain certain things for me. Um, the the whole The whole meltdown thing was was very much based in um, the fact that I had pretty much spent the last twelve years like obsessing over Josh Tillman, the songwriter, the singer songwriter, and and failing to recognize that I was anything outside of, like that, my value or that my self worth was um, entirely tethered to my success or lack thereof um, as a as a songwriter or or as a you know musician or something. It was this. Um, I was really afraid to. I think very really afraid to face myself, um, and and. What I actually was for a long time, I just wanted to be this other thing, and I was like, if I can just be this other thing, and um, but this is when you were a drummer,
0: so uh, you, no, this
1: is like you know at starting starting at age oh, okay. twenty, you know, okay. something like yeah. I mean, I spent my twenty second birthday under under a blanket, like crying because Brian Wilson had made Pet Sounds when he was twenty two, and um, so you had you were hard it on just, yourself, just like obsession, you right? Know? Why um, haven't I done my was, like, masterpiece? Yeah, it was it was just. You know, in rock, I mean, even by the time I joined Fleet Foxes, I was like 150 in rock <laughs> years, you know, like I was like 27 or 28 or something. So you thought your like, whole, it was all like getting game over. You yeah. thought it was all getting away from you. Yeah. I mean, I just thought it was, um, I mean, it wasn't that I was a, f- it wasn't so much a, this, this, it wasn't so much that I had failed. It was that my failure meant that I was worthless you know or something well
0: there becomes like as an artist there is a distinction well yeah but as an artist uh, you know who there are there are certain people you use as a barometer for your success and you know if you respect geniuses and you respect you know masterpieces there's that part of you but but the sad part it's one thing because you were doing the work but there's also the other part of not just achieving what you want to as a person but that realization that when you live in seattle or you're in a band long enough you see the dudes who are 45 And did not make the cut, and are still out there trying to do it. And then that part of you that thinks like, "I can't be that guy."
1: Yeah, some of me wanted to be like, "I, I, my, what I wanted was so." uh, I mean, I wanted to be like a, like for a long time, I, I wanted to. There, there was, there's a whole kind of like, uh, echelon of songwriters like Mark Lanigan or Richard Buckner. Yeah, um, in some respect, like you know, Damien. or and you go back further, like Towns Van Sand or yeah. like Nick Drake or or whatever, like these guys who just who operated on the fringes and and they can't say you know you, you can't really say that they had. Uh, I think most of those people feel somewhat thwarted or, or, or something. But to some but, of them feel. But, dead. but the prize for those yeah. guys is that there are little. Shit kickers like me out there who think that they are like gods among us, yeah, you know, right? And that's like the that is the the payoff. And I think that that was, uh, I mean, when I was really young, I mean, it's so embarrassing to admit all this shit, but you know, like what when, when I was, um, in my like early twenties, like that was the height. That was like the height of what you, um, what what I could be. And I think that that was the, you know, the beginning of.
0: To be an on the fringes genius, you know, yeah. respected by the few, but, but appreciated but was, by history. But that's
1: not me, man. Right? Like the, and and I well, think the, and I think that that was it. sort of the yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that that was sort of part of the real and part of the strangling Neil Young shit or whatever is just this like um, I, I I don't I don't know if I'm that guy, and I don't uh, and I don't uh, a part of it is just outgrowing your. Uh, the appetites of your youth. or something
0: But also, or something. but also it has to do with what we were talking about before. You can't manufacture that guy. No. Like you're going to see, I think what you're well, saying. Well, and
1: I wasn't trying to manufacture it, but I, but I, but I do see this, but I did see this thing in me where it's like at best, because I didn't have to try very hard to manufacture my, my sensibilities and everything were, were, were aligned and it was just, and I was drawn to those people in the first place right. because I saw, you know, whatever, like myself and what I do in them. But, um, but I think I was just short selling, you know, it's like sh- short selling myself or something. I, I have this different, really feel like what I'm doing now musically, um, you know, when I played the this record for people for the first time, yeah. people who have heard all, you know, 25 of my Jay Tillman albums. Yeah. Um, the the thing that everybody kept saying was like, this sounds like you. Right. You know? Right. And that was, um, I, I, wa- I really wanted people to hear my doom and gloom music or 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 my like you know this i mean this music that i was making and say like this is it sounds like you you tortured yeah yeah brilliant yeah. right you know like a right. uh, drunken wizard um the affectation uh, yeah yeah but but it's this self-curation that, right that had to go and and that's what a lot of what this was about so i, I mean i had this 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 realization where it was like josh tillman is not did not come out of the womb like a song like a singer songwriter there is a man here yeah and um that that person has to be reckoned with and and that was part of the leaving seattle and writing the this novel that's in the album um and kind of doing this like youngian style self uh mythology i wrote this like kind of huge self mythology
0: of father john
1: No, me. I mean, Father John Misty, there was no and it shall be named uh, moment. That was like me sitting in a bathrobe and uh, my roommate at the time being like, what are you going to call this thing? And and me being like, well, I don't think it's going to be Jay Tillman. He's like, what do you want to call it? And I was like, Father John Misty? (laughs) And he was like, no. And I was like, like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's, I mean, it's just... The, the, the whole, the whole like, function of, or purpose of that name is that it's just some dumb shit that I would call myself. Like, it's my, but my sense of humor. And it looks hilarious on a marquee. Like, it looks like a yeah, no, Christian it, science when, puppet when, show.
0: When people started bothering me to have you on, I was yeah. like, is this a novelty act? Like, right. You know, like, and then I look you up and I saw a picture. I didn't even listen to the music. I'm like, what is this dude doing?
1: Right. 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 So and that's what, what is because this? I get off on that. What ba- is this gimmick? Baffling people. Like, that's, I'm into that
0: shit. Sure. You know? But, but, but the music does not, it doesn't play that way. Uh, <clears> you throat> know, throat> and Dima, who did your cover art, he's done a lot of art for oh, me. Yeah, he's a genius.
1: Right.
0: Absolutely. So, but let's talk about this self mythologizing because, like, you felt that after all your aspirations and, and all your hero work, and all your desire to be in the pantheon of these, you know, these drunken wizards and these poets and these yeah. lost artists somehow broke away. But yet, you still took something from uh, the Dylan playbook or something from an artistic playbook, where you're like, if I'm going to start as as wide open, if I'm going to if I'm going to be born again, mm-hmm. then then I must make a story.
1: Well, the book that's at it's in that's that's in the th- this was not related to when i wrote that i had no plans of none of these songs were written right i had no plans of doing this thing the thought of picking up an acoustic guitar uh, like made me nauseous yeah and uh, at the time and um the idea and and when i say self mythology anytime you truncate your life story at, or, or cure and curate it and right and if you you know if you read it it's 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 funny. It's deeply absurd. It's like highly fictionalized. Um, It's just pure liberty. Um, It uh, that was selective. That was what that was what I keep. That's what I've been saying with this thing. Part of the narrative is really that, like, as I was writing this book, um, I I kind of saw my I I saw myself. Like, I had all this birth to uh, be funny, to be tragic. I had way more words to, to work with. Um, like, it's a completely different... You had a little me- distance, a, too. Yeah, it's a completely different medium. And I didn't give a shit if it was good or not. Right. Like, it did not matter. I did not want to be, like, a great novelist. I did not... I There was no um, lust for success. What compelled you to write? it? Just that I... Man, I don't know. I mean, I. Um, I, I think a lot of it was just... You know, sometimes you're looking for something before you're really conscious of the fact but that you're that, looking for it or not. Isn't
0: that amazing about writing that, like, it, like if you fight it, even if you fight it, but once you get into the groove of it and you start writing, it, it you do discover things.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's fucking absolutely. amazing. Yeah, I started, well, I had this, the book start. I had this idea, because I had gone on this I'd gone on this, like, th- I actually started writing it like a couple hours after the naked in a tree thing. I was in Big
0: Sur. That was the beginning.
1: Yeah. And I came I came back down and I just, and I started writing a, um, like, a sales pitch for a, um, like, existential video game called Bedbug Mountain. Uh huh. And um, I was s- sort of making fun of what I had just been doing, which was like, you know, like looking for meaning or, or whatever on a mountain because you're so all, you're on shrooms. Yeah, I just yeah. thought it was funny. Yeah. you know, and and so I started kind of writing about the uh, this you know the nature of um, you know just how like uh, selfish and or, or the way the hu- basically the way the human beings commodify nature. And, yeah, and we look at a mountain and we think that it's little else than a symbol for like distinctly male character traits of like uh-huh. perseverance and, uh-huh. um, you know, whatever. And I, you know, it's just like, just
0: Grand, really yeah. having fun yeah. doing it. Yeah.
1: And when I got about 30 pages in, I was like, was well, it a, sh- maybe it's a short story. And then hmm. by the time I got 60 pages in, I was like, uh, maybe it's a book. And then it just kept, it kept going and going. Um, and, uh, I just, I, I, I recognized myself in it. Like my, like my, my background was in it. My sense of humor was in it. My personal history was in it. My philosophy, you know, was in it. So you actually
0: found yourself. In yeah. This, in yeah. This writing.
1: And, it, and, and it was in this like, you know, like artifact, this tangible thing. Like, oh, here Here's it is. It's on paper. And I made, I made this and it, it actually sounds like me. And, and that, um, after that, you know, it's like, well, here's my here's my narrative voice. Yeah, like this is my this is
0: what I sound like. Um, it It's like a bible of you.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and, and what?
0: How much? How much was it? How much mushrooms were you doing?
1: Um, I mean, around that time, it was uh, like pretty heroic dosey, like every every few days or something and then kind of just nibbling on stuff in between.
0: What did you you just like the, what what did you, how much do you attribute to that? What do you get out of that? Get jangly, get like, you know, sort of shifts the perspective.
1: Yeah. I mean, mushroom, you know, this, the conversation about mushrooms, like America, generally people lump all, you know, mushrooms in with like, well, they're drugs and Mm. drugs are like cocaine, weed, heroin, yeah. mushrooms, yeah. speed, whatever. And um, I don't know. There's some... I mean, I, I can't explain it. I've read some... You know, I've read, like, Terrence McKenna stuff. Um, I mean... But, I mean, you know, Aljus Huxley, John Lennon, like... Yeah, things
0: th- oscillated at a different speed, I think. Yeah,
1: they do. And and at le- I can only speak for what effect they had on me. Oh, that's and, all, yeah. and, and the effect... The the effect that they had on me was um, to laugh pretty much. They make and, you And, and I gitty. think a lot of people, when um, when you have, I think that a lot of people assume that when you have like a like for lack of a better word, a spiritual experience or yeah. a moment of insight or something, the appropriate response is this kind of sober uh, you know, moment (laughs) of like solemnity or something. And I think for me, mushrooms was like this reinforcement realization of the fact that I have always like laughed in the face of like, you know, that my son, the, I, I was, I grew up around these like big, heavy, important ideas that were supposed to inspire awe and devotion. And, uh, obedience and and whatever and my my instinct around those things was always like satire and laughter and you know mischief and and to undermine it and 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 whatever and mushrooms um you know it's like i would was laughing at myself you know it's just like laughing and you needed the absurdity yeah Yeah, i very much needed that at that time i i think that they're like I, i find them very instructful
0: did you and, find that, like, because you seem like a guy that, like, you, you know, if you let your head get away with you, you, you know, you might get, you know, self-important.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've been accused of that.
0: <laughs> and I imagine yeah. that, that like, mushrooms at the right time probably took a big burden off your back and enabled you to not take yourself so fucking seriously.
1: Yeah. I think that that was, um, I think that it, it was like a little nudge in the direction of... um you've been looking over here yeah. for purpose and inspiration for a really long time. <laughs> maybe that's really funny, okay. you know? And you, you know, like maybe it's a, maybe that's like a huge joke yeah. that you've yeah, been right, like right. looking over in this little corner for so long it's while the- all this other sh- like, well, all these really obvious things about you have all been over here, like completely unexplored for so long. And it, it's also important to note that like, my musical my uh you know like inspiration or talent at at a songwriter has moved at a different clip than my personal growth or or whatever and like uh even when i was doing these jay tillman shows yeah you know i'd do a song do a couple songs and then i would like kind of like tell a joke or or like whatever like or just talk and and um those in between song moments people would kind of like light up and like and laugh and be engaged and whatever They're probably and relieved would, and then i would go back to a song yeah. and then they would glaze back over and i had this awful fucking realization at some point that i was better at the in-between in song <laughs> stuff than i was at the song <laughs> stuff itself and it was i mean that was brutal it's like well, what do i do with this information like uh I'm not a, like a, a comic by trade or or whatever. Or like what what I still want to sing. I still want to. But I'm a, ju- a journeyman,
0: right? But it seems to me that like ultimately, what you're talking about is you'd gotten into this groove where you're taking yourself you know pretty fucking seriously and there was an effect that you were trying to get with your art and with your expression yep. and and that became heavy and mm-hmm. you know honoring that thing was draining you mm-hmm. so cool. like it whatever you made the break from the foxes and you know started to sort of explore your mind and take the mushrooms it lightened the load a little bit and gave you some space
1: yeah yeah mushrooms like um you know it uh it was uh it was a nice little um It was was nice that that came along at the time that it did. Anytime you even mention that that was involved, uh, it ends up kind of taking up a lot of space in the discussion. Well, that's uh, because
0: people read into it, not unlike Dylan or not unlike a guy with a guitar. They, you know, they're all... This
1: this has been some, you know, I don't do any more drugs than most of my contemporaries, you know, Um, and they're all pretty, it's all pretty soft, kind of social, whatever shit. But with with the music um i'm interested the fact that i am interested in including like all of my humanity or everything everything putting everything into the songs like that means that i want those like d- drugs to be in there i want sex to be in like whatever sex there is in there uh reli- my i want religion to be in there sure i want everything to be in there um Unfortunately, drugs take up a lot of real estate in people's minds. Just when they hear that, when they see a reference to it, whatever, they assume that by virtue of being there, it's so important to you that it has to be. But, I mean, I'm just interested including, in, in including uh, like real so just one of the things. details from it. It's sure. just one of the things. It's yeah, one of yeah. many things. You yeah, know? you move through it. Yeah. yeah it and, seems
0: like people want to define people by that.
1: Yeah, or that yeah i mean there's always i mean there's uh there's an undercurrent of of contempt for judgment yeah he's for, a drug guy
0: yeah exactly yeah. like
1: yeah. like how do you like what's the you know and and people also have this like pretty cartoonish idea of of its involvement and in that it's like you know I, I like eat a bunch of shrooms and then sit down with a guitar and <laughs> and write these weird songs and but i mean i i don't know i mean i i uh
0: Every, everything becomes a tool, and I think people don't understand it because they 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 also want to mythologize somebody they like or that they don't like. Yeah, you know, they want to you know they want to box people in. I mean, at any given point in time, like you know these great examples of even somebody like Robert Crumb. Who was you know was not a drug mm-hmm. guy, and then he yeah. takes acid, and then it just breaks open this fucking space in his brain, right. and he didn't get the feeling that he spent his life doing acid right. or anything else. It just it, it it gave him some more real estate.
1: Yeah, and that's not you know at mushrooms. The the great thing about mushrooms is that they do not have a uniform effect. Like yeah. cocaine. Anybody, when you are on cocaine cocaine takes oh, like you yeah, know cocaine has uniform you effect you become it, cocaine it will
0: destroy your life
1: yeah like you <laughs> right yeah I, I have this thing where it's like give me 5 days and cocaine i will ruin my life <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. i could ruin yeah. my life in 5 days oh, like absolutely. 5 days from now yeah um but uh but yeah i mean acid or mushrooms it's a very different story like it, you, you know it's um it's a con- it's you know without i don't i don't want to sound like Want to dig myself even deeper but it is a dialogue you know between you and this you know whatever it is like martian spore um, yeah and uh i mean what i really fucking hate is when you hear squares do this whole oh, i'm so dark already i'm so, I have so many problems already like i just i don't think that'd be a good idea or whatever it's like that means you probably should face some things. Like, and this is like you can, yeah, a yeah. tool to But, but then you, know. you have to
0: ask yourself, well, do I want to hang out with that person while they face these things? I mean, <laughs> no, certainly not. Yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. seen plenty of people that were tightly wrapped, you know, get on a hallucinogen and then yeah. just fucking come unraveled completely. True. Yeah. And I there's mean, no just, benefit to it whatsoever. <laughs> no, right, right, right.
1: I'm just being glib, you know. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I know what I, you mean. It's yeah, a fear but, thing. But I think, I, I think that. Um, yeah, there's um yeah, there it's work, you know, like it really is work. And and the work thing is typically more associated with like ayahuasca or something like that. That's Well, there's like, r- yeah, real. if you're going
0: to go the the ritual route where you know, there are more ancient rituals yeah, to deliverance. are like secular
1: to me. Like, yeah, no,
0: I, I, I think you're right. I yeah. think that you know you can sort of you know gauge how much you want. And once you get the hang of the, you know, w- w- you know how much it will take to get here. Maybe you don't yeah. want to go all the way there, but you just want to get a little jangly. So you just go here yeah. and you
1: kind of percolate along. I was not into the ayahuasca. Thing particularly,
0: it's kind of, it's kind of a violent trip, right? I mean, it's well, there's, there's just some whole, puking involved, and
1: yeah, the trip itself is you know was good, and it is like the sort of thing where it's like as much as you put into it, you you get out or whatever. But just like kind of the culture around it, I was just like, are you joking? Like I'm sitting with like twelve people in like fairy t-shirts and a yurt, you know. <laughs>
0: can i I just do this in my car yes which i
1: ended up doing like i ended up like i gotta get out of here man like running into the woods and um and i ran and i went and found my van and i was like i gotta change my shirt and i looked in my van and there was like this dallas cowboys t-shirt in there that i'd never seen before and i put it on and then i wore it for the next two years
0: (laughs) that's what you brought back (laughs) pretty much yeah. yeah this is this is what saved me <laughs> yeah this is what brought me back yeah well you want to play some songs yeah you feel I feel like I mean,
1: I'm'm I'm, I'm pretty um do you have a uh,
0: guitar yeah I got a guitar yeah let me let me get see what we can do I think this uh, has that
1: <laughs> perfect all right. I
2: ran down the road Pants down to my knees Screaming, please, come help me That Canadian shaman gave a little too much to me And I'm writing a novel Why? Oh, because it's never been done before Well, the first house that I saw I rolled a house up on the door and told the people who lived there They had to get out Cause my reality is realer than yours There's no time in the present Duh And there's a black dog on the bed So I went to the backyard Naturally to burn my only clothes and the dog ran out and said, you can't turn nothing into nothingness with me no more. Well, I'm no doctor. But that my monkey might be right. Yeah, and if he is, I'll be walking in my whole life. Oh 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 oh, 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 oh. I rode to Malibu on a dune buggy with Neil He said you're gonna have to drown me down on the beach if you ever wanna write the reel. I said I'd love to But young man, what was your name again? Now everywhere I go In West Hollywood Is filled with people pretending They don't see the actress And the actress wishing that they could We could do ayahuasca Oh baby if I wasn't holding all these drinks Now something about the way Violet whips her hair all still makes me empty My pockets holding core in the corner Burning 20s As if I was the mayor I don't need any new friends Mama Oh, but I could really Use something to do Yeah, so if you're up For some time I swear you wouldn't have to Oh 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 oh. Heidegger and Sartre, drinking poppy tea. Christ, I could have sworn last night I passed out in my van. Now these guys are pulling one for me. I never leave the canyon. because 'cause I'm surrounded on all sides. Yeah, but people writing novels And living on amusement rides Yeah, but people writing novels And living lives that look like mine
0: Thanks for, uh, thanks for doing the show. Hell yeah. That's our show, folks. I hope you enjoyed that. I thought he was an interesting guy. We went at it. Uh, you know, He's a thinker, processing things, talented fellow. Uh, go to WTFPod.com for all your WTFPod needs. Kick in a few shekels, buy some merch, leave a comment. Get that uh, free app upgrade to the premium. Listen to all 450 streamed into your head. Get some justcoffee.coop Get the Libsyn deal If you're thinking about starting your own podcast A lot of stuff there going to be more stuff in the near future New Year's is coming up this Thursday I have an amazing conversation with the uh, inimitable Is that the word? Is that a word? The amazing raconteur and uh, force of nature That is Artie Lang Will be our first uh, episode of the new year Please be careful on New Year's It's overrated Uh, Don't put yourself at the whims of others who uh, don't have control of themselves, if you can. I'm, I'm advising perhaps stay at home with somebody you care about and chime in the new year and uh, ease into it that way and lower your expectations. Acknowledge the transition, but lower your expectations. Ultimately, it's uh, just another day and hopefully just another year for all of us. So be careful. Deaf Black Cat is fine. Scaredy Cat is fine. Monkey and Boomer are fine. I'm okay. I'm going to listen to Black Sabbath. Boomer lives!